Okay, welcome back to the Fraud Watch podcast. Uh, we're on episode two. Thank you for returning. We are today going to talk about uh, our all-time Prem 11s, and we're going to review those two games at the weekend, Spurs and Liverpool, for the Spurs and Liverpool fan. We've got Spurs fan Dave with us. Say hello, Dave. Uh, yeah. And we've got Liverpool fan Alex with us today. Hello, Alex. Hello. Okay, guys, right. So what we'll do is we'll jump straight into it. We'll just quickly introduce, because obviously Alex wasn't on our first step. So Alex, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, why you want to do a podcast, where you're from, sort of thing. So uh, I'm originally from from the UK, um, but I'm living over in, in Australia, in Melbourne in particular. Um, met, met you guys back in 2012, I think, at uni. Um, and yeah, basically this podcast is pretty much an extension of our group chat, which is... I'd say 24-7 football. So, you know, why don't we share it with whoever's going to listen? Lovely. Um, just just yeah, a little so... bit of background from our point of view. Um, me and Dave were living with a girl at uni and Alex decided to move in rent-free. Um, <laughs> because he, yeah, he had nowhere to live. So he moved in rent-free is and this, never left. Is this, is this relevant? Is this relevant? Oh, Does this make a final cut? What... Just want to know what kind of person you are. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Exactly right. <laughs> okay, um, Dave, we're going to start with you. Um, yeah. Obviously, the Spurs game. You kind of called the fact that West Ham would would turn up, and uh, and it was their Champions League final, so to speak. Um, you did predict Spurs to win, though, and so did I. Yeah. But um, yes, well, West Ham got the win. What do you think? No matter who, no matter who Tottenham play, I always predict us to win, unless it's versus Bayern Munich. But, yeah, um, fair enough. Yeah, do you know what? Second half, I thought we were actually playing some of our best football, and like we had like twenty shots or something to their like four, so it's different, different way of playing than we usually have been playing. We've actually gone up the attack. I think we had like seventy percent possession or something stupid. Um, but yeah, at the end of the day, we lost. Um, just West Ham. What do you think of what do you think of Mourinho coming out and actually he looks to have changed his style of football and he's almost trying to be a bit on the trying to come out on the front foot and you you saw that against Everton, uh, entertaining game but very very unlike Spurs earlier in the week in the cup. We are just a shambles at the back, I think. But we just we need two top new centre backs. We lost to Tonga and Toby Alderweireld's like he's on a decline now. He was one of the best. Uh, now we've got like Dyer, Sanchez, um, just not looking good to be honest. I think forward our front three now like Sun, Kane, and um, Bale. They're, I think they should be starting now. They look top quality. So hopefully, I was just about to say that yeah. you said that you 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 improved second half and Bale came off the bench. I thought he was yeah. the best player. He's, he's looking good. He's looking good. So hopefully he can um, keep up again. Like at the back. So we've got this. Um, what's it? Like, Coca-Cola, Carabao, Mickey Mouse Cup comes against Man City final. So I'm, I'm excited for that like going forward. But then I think Man City are just going to absolutely destroy us at the back. So I, I can't, I can't see anything other than a than a City win yeah. at the moment at all. I, I just think they're heads and shoulders above yeah. everyone. But well, they won like 18 in a row now. Something stupid. Yeah, 18 in a row. Actually, I'm beating in in 23. Like people forget that they didn't. 
they've won 18 in a row, but they they've actually not lost in 23 either. So it's a ridiculous record at the minute. Yeah, I've got a f- um, I've, I've got a feeling it's going to be a it's going to be a Mourinho masterclass parking the bus. Everyone says that. I, I, you, I really this, do. This is the thing. Like, if anyone's gonna, if you want any manager managing you in a final, I feel like it is him. Like his record, like he knows how to win singular matches. Like that's kind of his. Yeah. His um. His does he's too does... but. Does he start Bale or you know Berg Bergvine's more more a kind of Mourinho player? Start, he has to start Bale. I mean, you have to go positive, don't you? Don't you? No, nah, he'll he'll, nah. go, he'll do his usual Mourinho park the bus and then hopefully get a goal on the break. But then I don't think our defence is good enough to do that. So I don't know what he's going to do really. Actually, so do you think he'll start in Don Bale? Uh, yeah, he'll start in the Bale. He's been one of our best players. Okay, but he's he's a bit. Do you think he? Do you, I? I'll be perfectly honest with you. Um, when I watch Spurs. I kind of try and watch like a few players each game. Like I'll try and watch. I normally just my eyes get drawn to Kane because he's he's brilliant to watch. But um, I've I've watched Ndombele at the beginning of the season, and I, I notice he's a little bit of a passenger, especially going back. Like, do you find that now, or do you think he's putting in a little bit more of a shift now? No, you always see him um, tracking back now, like intercepts and that last little pass and then pushing forward. If you watch Ndombele, every almost like I'd say ninety percent of his passes, he's breaking the lines, finding Kane, finding Son. Yeah. That's that's. Do you know what that? That's funny because I think if Man United had, and I bring it back to Man United now, if we had a player like that, I mean we have Pogba, but he's so inconsistent. So inconsistent. I think they're very similar players. Actually, but if we had someone who could break those lines, we'd be so good. But we just don't. We have Harry Maguire trying to break the lines, and it's embarrassing. The end on Bellas. Everything United fans think Pogba is. That's facts. <sighs> that's right. a bold, bold shout. Facts. <laughs> um, Alex. I'm going to go on to, so obviously Spurs losing to West Ham, a rival. We'd say, would we say, would we say West Ham's a, a big game for Spurs considering it's a, lo- a local derby? I think the context of this season, both you know battling for European spots, I think it, I think it is a big game. I think it is a big and, game. Um, and if it was a big game, why you'd expect the big players to turn up? Don't you think? Yeah, there's a, there's a certain striker, a certain. Certain, certain Spurs striker who I, um, you know, would have thought would have turned up, but um, it's you know happening far too often. He, he goes missing the big games, and that's ridiculous. Only help, only helps my agenda <laughs> far <more>. too <laughs> often. That's a joke. I think he scored like nine in fourteen games against them. So how is it far too often? This this isn't the point, Dave. And we've yeah, always back, said... back when they were back when they were sixteenth under Pellegrini and stuff like that. Now they've got Super Moyes. <laughs> Super Moyes. They, they look, we'll we'll do an entire entire episode of the podcast where we're purely dedicated to me I'm proving ready. that Harry Kane is a fraud. That's but no, but this right. is this is this Hold is what on. happens with Harry Kane. He never turns up. He never turns no, up for the absolutely. big games. Right. <laughs> where okay, was he so when he needed? You, need, you, you needed the win. Where was he? What do you think of Henri? Oh, uh, let's get to let's get to our all-time eleven, and you'll see. You'll right. see. Because he, Henri, if you think Kane's a fraud, Henri is like the top. Biggest fraud ever to play the football game. Do you know what? Do you know what, Dave? What's the what's the dif- What's the difference between? Right, no, the two? no, no, no. We can't, we can't brush over. We can't brush over that. Right, you. So Thierry Henry, the biggest fraud ever to play the game. Play the game. Do you think is that because is that because that's the worst shout of the say road. He's the he's the best Premier League player of all time. Hold on a minute. So like nine cup finals, zero goals. Can, also, this is one thing I wanted to. to I took away from the first uh, podcast episode. Dave loves his stats. I don't think he said one stat in that first episode that was correct. We need <laughs> a stat checker. True. We need a stat checker. 
I'll, I'll say he was. He was just. Well. He was just saying that Aubameyang hasn't scored since Stonehenge was built. Like that's that's the sort of things we've got with Dave. Yeah, well, like, that's I actually stat. looked up the Omri stats. Like it's it's honestly it's mind boggling how shit he is. Right, his entire career. Dave, one goal at Old Trafford. One Dave, goal at Wild Lane. Compare, compare <laughs> the two. Finals, compare the two. Goals. How many trophies does Kane have? Yeah. How many trophies Henry. does Henri have? Alex, let Henry, Alex, Alex, let Dave speak. Let Henry Dave go. Shamelessly joined Barca to piggyback off of Messi and Eto to finally touch the trophy, uh, Champions League trophy. His only goal. In the 2008 um, <laughs> final, when Barca already 3 0 up against Bayern, the grown man was reduced the leeching of the careers of, of the best players like Messi. I will I will agree with you. At Barcelona, he was actually in, he was I, I read this the other day or saw this the other day. He was actually instructed to make dummy runs. That was his job in that Barcelona Absolutely. front line. His job was to do. <laughs> he, so he 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 was with Messi and Eto, like you said. Like what what else do you expect? But yeah, he was he was the decoy runner, and like he was actually made. You know, a lot of what a lot of people say about skulls in the England team. He was sort of like met, you, you let away so that the others could thrive. Champions League career, right? He's actually got like thirty five goals and seventy seven appearances, which is decent, right? Bearing in mind he's playing for the best ever um, team to ever grace the league, apparently, like. Ridiculous. The Kane has 28 goals in 24 appearances, scoring against Barca, that's all not Barca, Bayern, Dortmund, and Juventus. And we're bringing on some of his games, Josh Onomar and Kevin Nakuda as our super subs. So He's it. also scored a lot of those goals against um, Red Star Belgrade and Ludogorets. But also scored against Bayern, Dortmund, and Juventus. 25. Over, over, was the Bayern over one? Was that, was that when they beat you eight? Was how, that many, how many of those games? Consolation in the eight two. How many games? How many games those? Dave, did Spurs win and Harry Kane turned up? This is the point I'm making. How many games did you win? Not him smashing in a penalty when you're 5-0 down. Uh, How nine. many games did you win? Nine out of the 24. Um, nine out of the 20 goals are game-winning goals in the Champions League. Do you know what's interesting? You know when you go to the doctors and they do, you see on the movies, you go to the doctors and they, they hit you with the little stick on the knee and your knee jerks, the knee-jerk reaction. <laughs> So there's a similar thing here, right? Where if we say to Dave, the most common thing about Kane was he should have just squared it to Sterling in the World oh, Cup semis. And don't get me started. Fight. He's offside. Oh, he's, he's offside. Like straight away. It's, it's, like, it's true. Like, like, I, don't know what, I don't know how this thing has become a thing. Because but Dave, no way we Kane knew that. Though. There's no there way was, Kane you know, knew that. Hold though. on a minute. You know the lines and how intricate they are and how stupid it is. Kane was like literally. I think it was again. I measured this out. Four double decker lengths offside, and then they <laughs> and they played it. Um, and they think, oh, I should have squared it. There's no VAR, was there? Yes, there was VAR. Yeah, but the thing was, is, but they, I don't. But we would we would we would never we would never know because Kane didn't get his head up. Rolled the ball three yards to his right to Sterling. He was Instead, Look, all he thought he, about he tried was the glory. Carrying that shy England team, he got the he got the golden boot for the cup, right? And then no one else is pulling their weight. Okay, do we do, do, golden boot? Do we do, do, do we remember one matter. of the one of the goals that hit him on the arse and looped over the keeper? Unbelievable! <laughs> and he <laughs> runs off celebrating like he scored in the final. Instinctive finishing. You he's, call that? He's pathetic. He's pathetic. Instinctive. Is that the one where he finishing. swore on his daughter's life that he meant? It? Exactly. Oh, right? yes. So, Don't get me started. So goal hungry, he swears in his children's life for goals. That's what you want: elite mentality striker. <laughs> But he doesn't turn Amazing. up. This is the point. He doesn't turn up when you need him. He doesn't well, rescue the team the case, when you need him. Neither does Thierry Henry. He's a fraud. <sighs> if you're calling Kane fraud, 
Cherry Henry is the biggest of all. How? Because he's nine, nine, nine cup finals, zero goals. One goal at Anfield. One goal at Old Trafford. One goal at White Hart Lane in his entire career. The, the guy... So, Dave, the, who would you, who the would guy, you rather have? But the guy has won a World Cup. Against Derby. The guy scored, The guy's won a World Cup, <laughs> European Championships... He's been in European teams of the year. He's won the Champions League. He's, yeah. he's record Stop goal scorer. Uh, that's 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 the same thing with Kane. Then well, this is my old. Who would you rather have, Dave? Smashing Dave, smashing goals in against cab drivers on a Thursday night, and you think that he's the best thing since sliced bread? No, it's the thirty-one goals in thirty games in the Premier League seasons. No one's no one's ever scored more goals and appearances in the Premier League. Only Kane. All right, guys, we'll get... Listen, listen. We've got Dave, last one. On, last, <laughs> last, bit, last bit on the game. We, yeah, we were, we were reviewing the Spurs game. Sounded Spurs, Dave. Dave, but last, just last bit on that. Um, who would you rather have then, Henri or uh, Drogba? Drogba? For sure. Drogba is, like, clutch. If, I, if I'm playing a, a final, as much as I hate Chelsea, if I'm playing a final and I could have any strike in the world, I'd actually have Drogba. Okay. All right. So, I just... I, I think we need to make a little a little homage to the uh, to the band performance that is Declan Rice, Pablo Fornells, and, and Jay Lings. Um, they were they were just taking the fantastic. He he just makes um, Premier League Premier League uh, grounds his dance his dance floor, doesn't he? He's, it, he's just ridiculous. he did it. He he's did laughing it. at you there. He did it at the Emirates, didn't he? Uh, oh, a, the a couple of seasons ago. That was brilliant. Honestly, he, I think it's it's funny. Like you know, I, I do. I do. I quite like seeing some, you know, teams that aren't doing so well do better. Like, I like seeing the West Ham's, and like last year, I like seeing Sheffield United's up there and, and Wolves and stuff like that. But they'll um, inevitably come crashing down, uh, though, like Sheffield. Yeah, of course they will. West Ham's, and I think, I think people they'll be up, they're up and down. They still don't have that striker, I don't think. And I like Antonio, but he's not a number nine who's going to propel them to top four. And, and they've gets, got Jay Lings. He, he's going to come in and score a couple of goals, but he ain't going to do much more. Like I think we're forgetting that. Like, he's on, He seems to be in good form, but he's not the type of player who's going to win you massive games and, and, and do that. So I think I think they, I think you're right, Dave. I think they will come crashing back down. They've got good recruitment, really good recruitment, West Ham. Like If you look at their right-back, Soufau, I think he's been brilliant. Yeah. Um, Cresswell seems to be in a new Lisa life. He, he's looking really good. Um, that Suchek's obviously yeah. what a brilliant sign, and he's been. Yeah, yeah but you say um, that you, you you say that, but look at look at some of the other players they've signed. That Yarmolenko who just warms the bench every week. Yeah. Sebastian Haller who did nothing. Oh. Uh, who else? What Lanzini? Oh, he, he still right. picks up a he still picks up a paycheck. Lanzini. He was he was good. I think he got a big injury and he hasn't been the same since. But he's still put in a thirty-yard top mm-hmm. finner. Yeah, exactly. oh, that we love. That we love. So he's worth it just for that goal. So, <laughs> um, brilliant. Right. So we're going to move on to Liverpool, and now let's come to you. Lovely. Time. So, <sighs> okay. Alex, four losses in a row yep. at home. No yep. win at home in six. Yep. Um, you're seventeenth in the form league over the last nine games. Yep. Um. Discuss why, what's happening. Uh, try not to say injuries. <laughs> well, that, come, I'm, I, look, I'm not going to sit here and and uh, and make excuses. I have a theory. I do have a theory that we, as a Liverpool side, are going through the exact same thing that Dortmund went through when Klopp was um, when Klopp was manager there. I think they had two or three seasons. Uh, I think they won the the, the German 
title in two of the seasons. They got to a Champions League final and beaten by Bayern. But, you know, three seasons of really competing right at the top level. And then that fourth season, they just completely dropped off. Now, whether that's struggling to motivate the players, whether that's just um, the physical side of it, he's been playing this high-intensity football for so long. I do think that they're, they're sort of following the, the, the same pattern. And we're, we're at a point where the manager has to go or you need to bring in new players. Now, Klopp has to stay. Klopp has to stay. He needs to... I'm glad you said that. No, he needs to... Uh, look, I've, I've been a Liverpool fan through fucking Roy Hodgson. So I'm not complaining about having Jurgen Klopp. <laughs> but he's, he's, he just looks... It looks like a lot of the players have kind of... It's hard to motivate them because they've won the Premier League, won the Champions League, they've been in a few finals. I mean, if we, we, we had better luck, we could, have, we could have beaten City a couple of seasons ago and we finished second. I think both of us, both teams were um, like posting record points tallies. Uh, a bit more luck, we could have you know, won the... Maybe had a, a, a better day against Real Madrid when we, um, when we lost 3-1 to them in the Champions League final. You know, we could have had a few more trophies, but it looks like some of those players have kind of reached the point where... I don't think they're motivated anymore, and I, I think they're knackered. Yeah, I think I, they're knackered. I, you need to. But the thing is, with with Klopp, is he never him and he, I'd say the only other manager like that is maybe Bielsa, but they just don't rotate yep. their starting eleven. If everyone's right. fit, he keeps the same back five. He never ever rests the the front three. The only people he ever rotates the midfield three, and this is the problem. They just they all look knackered. They're they're not playing well. And yes, I'm going to mention injuries because if you take you, you take the best centre back in the world out of any team, they're going to struggle. The fact that we've had well, go, man. <laughs> no, Matty. Um, <laughs> the the and the fact that you've you've got your arguably your two best centre midfielders playing at centre back. You know these things all yeah. these things all come together and. Uh, but it's though. it's like you went two, no, two years see, I don't... without a single injury. So part of the reason you won the league and you won and you won and you got you did so well over the last two years is the consistency of the players. Like the Bale, not Bale, sorry, Mane, Salah, Firmino played almost every game together, which is just unheard of. Um, And that that consistency brings you know just that's part of the reason you were doing so well. I I I agree with Dave. I I don't agree with Dave in, in that you deserve it, but I do think you're due. Like statistically, averagely, like averages, you're due it. Um, it's just very unlucky that the pro- the, happen to all be in the it, same that's position. It. It's concentrated in the same position, and we've had what it's seventeen, eighteen different centre back pairings. Um, I, and it is actually it is actually luck because they're not muscle injuries. So like you know, muscle injuries would suggest that you know. Uh, fatigue and, and overworked and, and not and too much training, too many games. But actually, you know, you've got um, Virgil Van Dijk who was sawn in half by Pickford. How he didn't get a red card? Um, how he is still correct. playing football? I that's do not coming know. Together. Like, I'm t- <laughs> coming, coming together. Coming <laughs> together. Right. Just so everyone knows, Dave. Dave's opinions of of, um, of football between the Premier League and his local um, under 16s pub league that he plays in is he sees no differences but he sees no differences between them he doesn't understand like he thinks they're all the same so basically you know when they take the center circle and then someone turns around and punches the ref square in the mouth he's like yeah go yeah let him know you're there yeah that's it 
And then, but unfortunately, the Prem's a little bit more Pick, culture. Pickford and, had every right to like that. that. Oh, is that... Sorry. He had it. He had. He had He's airborne. He had every right to go for it. What he didn't have the right to do was to fly in knee height on Van Dyke. Yeah. Two minutes he after the, to the two minutes after the whistle had gone. <laughs> no. no, I think I think Alex, you're right. The injuries. I, I made a joke. I, I do. I do actually think there's. It's unbelievable how unlucky you've been with the injuries and. Um, I think the fact that they're all centered in one position is is the problem, and and all long term, you know, like it, you've and you've got this Kabak now, who I just feel sorry for. He's come from Schalke. I don't watch a whole load of European football. I'll be perfectly honest, but Schalke's. If you look at Schalke in the league, they are red. We we so we got bad. a centre back from the team with the worst defensive league in Germany. That's fact. Yeah, yeah. And he wasn't even he wasn't yeah, even he, the he, best defender for Schalke at the time. That's mad. Though, you got yeah, him. so he. Yeah, weird yeah, one. but you look. You look um, in January, and and who who's the options? I mean, when but when um, Sean Dyche is saying I want forty million for Tarkovsky, it kind of limits your options a bit. Every time I've watched Nat Phillips, he looks okay. I I, I don't understand why he's really against. I, th- I think I, I, I think we need to say for every for everyone or anyone that is listening that Tom looks identical to Nat Phillips. Yeah, identical. I've just got. A, just times his nose by two and put it on his face, and that's me. Hair slightly more ginger. It's me. Tom, and slightly right. further back on the head. <laughs> I'm really not painting a great picture of myself here. Like, um, yeah, Alex. Just one last thing on the Liverpool game, and we'll move yeah. on to our Prem Eleven. So the one last thing I just wanted to say is it's not really on the Liverpool game, but we spoke in the group chat to give you guys a bit of a background. That Firmino's gone through gone through some uh, interesting peaks and drops lately in the group chat, not in real life. So three, I'd say three weeks ago when he scored when he scored that goal, um, we had Alex and Jake saying that he should be off fraud watch because he had about eighteen good seconds of the game. And then last, I think two nights ago, they were saying that they wish they'd kept Brewster <laughs> over him. So I think I think you can see that how far and down he's. Gone. I think we need to clarify. The, the use of the term fraud and also the concept of fraud watch because we also haven't mentioned the idea of fraud parole whereby they come off fraud watch <laughs> because they are having they're in a good you know a good run of form you're not yep. entirely convinced and they're on fraud parole Firmino was on parole so a perfect example of that a perfect example of that is yeah. Mason Mount at the moment guys so Mason Mount is a perfect example. So we had him on fraud watch. We didn't think much of him last still year. Still don't rate him. Still, um, still I mean, don't I rate think, him. Yeah. And I know Southgate's going to start him because he has yeah, pictures of him biased. in a compromising position. We're a bit biased because we don't want Southgate <laughs> to start him for England. So we just decided to hate him. But even though he's actually quite good. Yeah, he is good. I like him. I think he's good. I think, I think he's Probably Chelsea's best player. Man. I genuinely oh, say that with my Tom, chest out. He's not so, Chelsea's best player. Well, he's competing. He, has, he against... has been this season, Alex. No one. I think so. That, that Chelsea team is not great right now. Yeah. Yeah, no, but it's not. I, I, that's not... What, we, we, what we said. Yeah, like, but the, we said this. The they're day, not great, we... but look where they are on the table. Yeah, they're doing okay. But like, what I'm saying is, like, they go out and they spend 200 million. Name a player who gets in like an 11 out of the top six. They don't. None of them do. Like, there's nobody in that Chelsea team who is really, really good. Uh, genuinely, like, there's not, and especially on form, I'd say their best players at the moment, judging by the last few weeks, are probably um, Kovacic and Reece, Mount. Reece, Reece James is a good oh, player. Actually, Reece James. I love Reece James. He's a good player. I think. 
And yeah, but like Obed's done a bit more on potential there. He's still only twenty. Like anyway, let's just let's let's cut away from Chelsea. We'll cut we'll come to them another time. Um I just wanted to ask you, Alex, just one last thing on the Liverpool game. But basically you need to sign somebody in the summer. That's obvious. Like you said, you keep Klopp, you've got to make signings. Yeah. Um who can you realistically imagine is your number one target? And I don't necessarily mean a player, but the, the position. Is it is it it's a, a striker, striker or is it a centre? It's a back? it's a striker, it's a, it's a number nine. We've the we've gone a bit stale. Teams have figured us out. Firmino's contribution to games, whether that's goals, assists, key passes, is just dwindled season after season. Firmino, Need to freshen it up. Every game does the back heel. It's, it's like it, goes mad it's <laughs> like it's like it's like a fullback having a fullback up top. He just runs around, puts in a shift, maybe makes some good tackles. Uh, occasionally has an assist here and there. He's just not good enough. Realistic target, idea in an ideal world, and we probably have to sell a, a Mane or Salah for it. Would be Haaland. I'd love Haaland at Liverpool. Absolutely love Haaland. I do not like him at Liverpool because that would be shit for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Lovely. Right. Um, let's move forward. Okay, so what we're going to do now is we're going to start our all-time Prem 11s. What we're going to do is we're just going to go through, we're going to siphon through our teams. We're going to go keepers, defenders, midfield and attack. We're going to go through each position and talk about each person's choice for that position. Um, Dave and I have gone for all-time Prem 11 from the sort of year 2000, which is sort of like, you know, when we when we kind of started to watch football and when we'd get a good idea. We didn't want to go, like, backwards and, and go sort of, like, into the Schmeichel era and, and, and maybe even the Tony Adamses and stuff like that because we just don't know about those players, so it just doesn't seem right to, to make our opinions on them. Um, Alex, you've gone for a slightly different approach. Just let people know what you're doing as your approach. Yep, so mine's uh, Premier League all-time 11 again from everything from 2000 onwards. Um, but I've only selected foreign players uh, as a little bit of a twist. Now, by giving myself that restriction, it's made some of the positions, particularly fullback, pretty hard. But cool. I'm pretty happy with my team. Good. And what, posi- what formation have you gone for, Alex? Uh, I've gone for a bog-standard English 4-4-2. Okay, and Dave, what have you um, what uh, have you gone four, for? Four three three for me. Okay, I've gone for a four three three as well. So what we'll do, Alex, is we'll sort of compare wingers to wingers, and then we'll compare our three midfielders to your our, our two midfielders to your three, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, other way around. <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, in goal, guys, I've gone for Petr Cech. Dave, who did you go for? I've gone for De Gea. Alex? All time, all, all time, time Premier League, and you've gone for David de Gea. Yeah, he had, he had like four, three or four years at United where he was the best keeper in, in the world. So for me, it's to go. Wow, I've gone, I've gone, the, I've got the same as Tom. I've gone Petacek. Apart from the last couple of seasons at Arsenal, consistently he was the best goalkeeper in the league. He was, yeah, he, he also, was good though because he wore a hat. Yeah. No <laughs> hat merchant. You also, you also forget. Merchant. You also forget he. <laughs> Chelsea, Chelsea signed him for seven million. Yeah, seven million. From, it for, was it from Slavia Prague or someone like that? Yeah, it was four hundred years at, ago. So, no, he was at he was at <laughs> Slavia Prague, and then he went to the French league. I think he was at Rennes, and then they they bought him from Rennes for seven mil. So, I, I think 
personally, so with just a little disclaimer for my 11, guys, my 11 is all over the place in terms of my and what I'm thinking. So some players I've gone for in terms of longevity, in terms of what they've won, how well they did over a period of time. And then actually I've got a couple of players in there who just amazed me over a certain a short space of time and I've gone for them. Um, obviously, De Gea was probably the best keeper in the world for four years, maybe five. Um, and, I, you know, as a Man United fan, it was hard to leave him out. But I think the fact that we're watching... Win, um, didn't he win Man United Player of the Year like four years in a row as well? Yeah, stupid. yeah, something ridiculous that's, like that. But I, I, I think the problem is, Dave, is he became really good when we became bad. And I say bad, obviously bad in terms of United, but... Um, he was he's an amazing shot stopper now every keeper's an amazing shot stopper that's their job but he is such he uses, a good shot stopper and he, he uses his feet yeah he uses reflexes. his feet more than any other goalkeeper i think reflex to, to make the saves best i've ever seen reflex wise he's the best i've ever seen and like in terms of like you know Casillas and Canazares and other players like that who had those reflexes he he's amazing but check i almost go for check single handedly for the season that Chelsea won the league, they conceded 15 goals in a whole season. It's absolutely mind-boggling. Like, I can't believe that. So, I've gone for Petr Cech. Um, I don't think like any of us can argue with those choices. I think Cech and De Gea are pretty solid. Um, I think Edison could be worth a shout in a few years. I think he's sort of changing the goalkeeper position, isn't he? But in terms of our old opinions of goalkeepers, you wouldn't say Edison is up there, but um, you think if you think of like the fullback position, how that's changed, it's almost like the keeper position is changing now, and he's sort of like the spear of that. No, no, the the original the original sweeper keeper in the Premier League, keeper good with his feet, Fabian Barthez. Yeah, I can oh. say that. You got to remember. I, do you know what I was? It was honestly, it was a toss up between Czech and Fabian Barthez. I can't, I can't look at Barthez without wanting to stab everyone near me. I <laughs> despise the man, and I'm a United fan. Like he. He was just so strange. Like, I mean, he had that sort of, I guess, European Goal, goalkeepers, goalkeepers are strange, though. Oh, they are weird, aren't they? Yeah. There's some good stories about that. We'll bring up in another pod. Like some of the keeper stories that are heard over time. It's funny. Right. Okay. Uh, let's move on. Um, I'm assuming we've all gone for back four, haven't we? Yeah. So let's let's yeah. start. I think we're going to start at left back purely because I've, I'm hoping, obviously, me and you, Dave, are going for English. I'm hoping me and Dave have gone for the same person. I'd be very surprised if we haven't. I've gone for Ashley Cole. Yeah, Ashley Cole. Even though he's uh, Arsenal and Chelsea, but... Yeah. He is I think I think, I think there's an argument to be made that Ashley Cole's the best left-back ever. And I genuinely... Like, you got Maldini, I suppose. It wasn't necessarily his strongest position. I think he's better than oh. Carlos. I think he's better than Marcello. Um, yeah. Alex, who have you gone for? This this was hard with the restrictions I put on myself. The especially the fullback was hard. Now this it absolutely pains me to select him, as I have a real disdain for this man. I know, but I've gone. It's, it's Patrice Evra. <laughs> yes, it's Patrice Evra. Now, hate hate <laughs> the man, but gr- great player both ends of the pitch. Um, very successful career with, with United. Probably more well known for doing weird things to uncooked chicken on YouTube at the moment. He's such a um, good bloke, isn't he? He's an odd man, and I hate him so much. But as a fullback, there were a couple of seasons uh, towards the end of Fergie's uh, time at United when he was he was solid going forward and defensively. He he was just a a, a great fullback, a proper bargain as well. Like 
we bought him in in that January with Vidic, Ever and Vidic signings. I mean, I think they cost under twenty million for the two of them. I mean, the two of the best, probably the best transfer window, one of the best transfer windows United have ever had. Just amazing. Um, I know I can't. I don't think we can argue with Ever at, at left back for. Um, I think in terms of there's a couple of players. What we'll mention one in a minute, but. Um, I can't really think of anyone better than ever at left back. So yeah, that's good. Right, let's go for the two centre halves at the same time. Um, I'll start us off. I've gone for, and I mean again, very predictable. I've gone for Terry and Rio. Hmm. Dave, what have you gone for? I've gone from uh, for Vidic and Ferdinand. Uh, Vidic over Terry. Yeah, get Terry. Just no. Where do we start with John Terry? I don't even want to start on him because I'd be on be going on for a while. It's not. So it's just I, he, yeah, he's a, he's a, he. I don't think I'm not gone for it based on personality. Otherwise, said like otherwise, Alex wouldn't have gone forever. But in terms of, I think I'd go for I drop Ferdinand before I drop Terry. I think I think Terry's the best ever. No centre half. Christ. My my two cent my two centre backs. I've gone Vidic and uh, and Vincent Company. So no Van Dyke. Uh, the, do you know what I was thinking about Van Dyke? But the thing with with company is, uh, you know, we talked about longevity, and he's been a mainstay in the city team before mm. Pep was there, all the way through Pep's time at City. And there were games that, you know, he. I, I mean, I, he was he was injured a lot, but he slightly, you know, he's same sort of uh, same sort of situation as Ledley King, but he was playing infinitely more than Ledley King. But yeah. when he was fit and when he was on his game, um, I think one of the best one of the best centre backs, regardless of you know foreign eleven or mm. or UK eleven, he was he was one of the best centre backs. And you know the the thing that I remember is in his final season at City. Oh, the screamer! That was. Uh, the, the the screamer at home to Leicester. Oh, that one they beat them. Did, didn't they? In, it did in 2019. That that was the season that they beat us by. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It was a point, two points, and it was that game. Last five, ten minutes, and company. Can't remember the last time he scored. Puts one in the top corner from 40 yards. So this could be this could be a um, an unpopular opinion. I think company is one of the most overrated centre halves that's ever played in the Premier League. <laughs> what? I wow. think he is, and I think, and do you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna show that I'm not biased here because I think Vidic is really overrated as well. Um, I think Vidic and Company are a perfect embodiment of what English fans love. Like they, Vidic would sacrifice his children so that the ball didn't go out for a corner. Like he, he was unbelievable in that respect. Like I loved the fact that he would do, he would be like that, but. Company was the same. Company was amazing in the air. He shouted a lot. He was big. No. And he, he went. He went into tackles well, but he was caught out a lot. Vidic, in uh, I think Vidic was even worse. Like, look at what Liverpool did to Vidic. They targeted him every time. Like, they never went for Rio. Vidic every time, but they never went for Rio. Like, he was get a, get. You could get him. He was amazing, but you could get him. And I, I just think he was. I think he was a bit. Overrated, and this is a United fan saying this. Well, this is the thing with the thing with both Company and Vidic. Funnily enough, they were both brought in for seven million. Company, oh, uh, the, Company from Hamburg, and Vidic. I, can't, I think he, uh, where did Vidic come from? 
Which was Vidic from... I want to say like Belgrade or something. I don't know. But uh, yeah, Vidic Vidic coming in at 7 mil in the same transfer window as as Evra. And um, he was just... I I, I can't remember another... Well, maybe, I don't know, Yapstam before him. Mm. Or, you know, John the sort of John Terry, Carragher mould of just old school... No nonsense yeah. defender. No, who, don't get me you know, wrong. I'm, you, not saying these, put... I'm not saying they're bad players. I, I rate them both very highly. And they are in, in the discussion. But <laughs> for people to say, some people say Company is the best centre after ever playing the Premier League. And I just, I, just not, I don't, personally, I wouldn't put him in the top five. You, the way you're talking about Vidic, though, it's ridiculous. He, he was, yeah, I'm he, shocked. He, he won I'm shocked by that. Twice. Like, yeah, he, no, I agree. He's only one of three players to do that of um, Ronaldo and Listen, Lefort. I'm not saying he's a. I'm not saying he's a bad player. I'm not saying that, and I'm not. I'm just saying he's overrated a little bit because of the way he plays. That that look at when they when they say what's Vidic's best ever thing he done for United, they seem to always play that clip of him absolutely destroying Carl Walker. Well, Carl Walker does like a front flip in the air. Yeah, they right? do. But that's player. not that. Like, Dyer's best thing when he's clattered yeah. Sergio Ramos. Exactly, but it's, it sticks in the mind. It's one of those things. Like it, it, it's not that's not great defending. He's forty yards from goal, and he's, he's got to the United ball a little went bit before him. Games consecutive like clean sheets for them. That's just who was ridiculous. next to him. The amount of times that the Vidic has, who was next has, to him? has, oh, has stopped goals from throwing his body on the line. Uh, Vidic, yeah, Vidic for me. But that's unbelievable. That doesn't make him I. Dave, I love him. I'm not. I'm not arguing. He's one of the top defenders in the Premier League era. He is not the top two, in he's my opinion. Than, this is what. Yeah. This is the argument, isn't it? The argument is that he, you're saying he's the second best centre back in Premier League history. I'd have Ryan Nelson over uh, Terry. So <laughs> that's where we're at. I'm, I'm, I think you know, I'm, Van, I'm Van Dyke. Van Dyke is comfortably better than Vidic as a centre half. Comfortably. Yeah, but the thing is, we're talking about all time. If Van Dijk comes back from no, his injury, puts yeah. in four or five more seasons, Liverpool wins some more silverware, then be the best ever. We, could, we can have the conversation. Yeah. But... Well, then let's yeah. move on, because I have no problem with company, but I do have a problem with Terry. But... Okay. All right. So, uh, I've gone, so I'll go first for the left-back position. Um, this was my most difficult position. Um, sorry, right-back. Sorry, right-back position. This was my most difficult position. Um, I've gone for Aspilicueta. Mm. What do you think? Really? Um, yeah. Uh, I, he's a funny one. I really... Talk, talking about shout merchants. Jesus. All he does is shout. because his armband. Constantly fiddles with the armband. I think he... I think he's... He, I've gone for Aspilicueta. And again, I am... There's players in this lineup that you'll find out in a minute that are in my team for the precise opposite of this almost. But it's the longevity, the consistency. He's played in a team for how many years now? Ten years he's been at Chelsea, maybe more. Um, so ten years, I think it is. And he's been very good the whole time. He's never pulled up trees. He's never been like a Trent or a or or a Robertson or, or whatever, whoever you want to say. But he, you know, he's done amazing things. So um, he's done great things a lot. I think that's what Pete, I why I rate him. Um, my, my it could, select, have, been, it could my... have been a lot of other people, but. Yeah, go for my, it. My, my, my selection's kind of uh, similar to yours in that um, you could, people could say, you know, criminally underrated and solid, solid fullback. Again, wasn't, you know, 
pulling up trees, was, wasn't wasn't uh, getting all the glory of you know fullbacks nowadays like Robertson and uh, and Trent. But I I went with Zabaleta. Zabaleta, yeah. I and I did. I I really thought he was criminally underrated. Um, won all of English football's major honours. You know, he was he played right back. He was did a couple of games at left back as well. Um, interesting. Well, a, a, a reliable stat in this podcast. Uh, only the third South American to record 300 Prem appearances. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, again, I, I just thought very underrated, very solid defender, similar to Evera going forward and defensively as well. Um, yeah, I, I went with Zabaleta. I can't argue with that. I think I think Zabaleta is probably he's very underrated. He played right, started at right back in that team, in a team where um, uh, that brings in fullbacks like legs going out of fashion. Um, he was a bit of a mainstay in that team, and I, I yeah. thought he did really well and, and, and coped really well. Dave, who have you gone um, for right back? Right, first of all, I don't know how Spilicueta has got in there for you. It's ridiculous. Um, mm-hmm. But then, yeah, no problem with Zabaleta. I think he's been decent. But I've gone with Carl Walker. Right. right. Okay. Oh, right. Hold on a minute. Right. Hold on. Carl Walker, when it, when it was Carl Walker and Danny Rose for a good year and a half, everyone was saying that's the best fullbacks in the league. Don't even try and say they weren't because I probably got on our group chat saying that you, that you all agree with that. Unbelievable. And he's left Tottenham. Dave. He's gone straight to City. Dave. He's won the league straight away and he's been in like a mainstay in that team. He's been in the, he's been fat, he's been the team of the years. He's been like, he's, he's, and I'm, I'm looking at the other right backs in the league and I'm looking at Aspilicueta, who's never been in team of the year and he's been there playing for Chelsea for 400 years. Um, looking at Trent, Trent's top, top quality, but he's only been doing it for about a year and a half. Cole has been doing and now 10, he's shite. And now he's shite, exactly. And I'm looking at other right backs and I just can't, I can't really f- find anyone that I think better than Carl Walker. Dave, all, an all-time yeah. Premier League eleven, and you haven't even got the restrictions of picking foreign players, and you've picked Kyle Walker. Kyle Walker. Gary Neville retired in like two thousand. I'm, I'm shocked. Nine. That, like, I'm shocked. Tom, you haven't got Gary. Gary I'm shocked you haven't got Gary Neville. Gary yeah. Neville was thought... better before two thousand. He was better before our time. Like he, he, he wasn't as good. I, I was two thousand to two thousand and four. He was very good, but I was still young and. I, it's it's a hard one. Gary Neville could have easily have got in there. I think over the course of my yeah, football, I, mean... I think 2004 onwards is more my foot. So I've gone 2000 because I do I did start watching football then, but appreciating it, watching it, I've gone for Aspilicueta. And also, I just I kind of remember I've got in my like that recency bias of Gary Neville at the end. He was against West Brom, and oh, that was was that was that was that his was that his last game? When I think he retired, he retired at halftime. I think he was on a I think he was on a yellow. No, not that much. I think was 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 the West Brom game when he was on a yellow, and he came across and just chopped their winger. Somehow he didn't get sent off, and then I think he came off, and that was it. His career's done. He's finished. He retired in that moment. He says it. He's happy to admit it. Yeah, he was pretty bad. I think Aspilicueta is solid. I'll stick by Aspilicueta. I am sticking by Aspilicueta. Walker. Because they have who who they had at right back. They've had Ramos at right back for a while. Then they had Juan Fran, who was very good. I'm not having a B Tech player in our, in the all time Premier Eleven. Dave, you've got Carl Walker. Carl Walker gets in there all day long. All Carl Walker's not a good footballer. He's an athlete. He's not. He's an athlete. He's a perfect he, example of an athlete. So you're saying that's all he is. The, um, all the Premier League players I voted from team of the season are wrong. 
He had a good season. He's not all-time he, Premier he was, 11. He was, at, he was at his best when he was at Tottenham, and then, but then he went to City and he was still brilliant. And he won, won the league. Mm. Okay, okay. Would you, would you start him in... Um... Uh, in the, in the summer in the in the the next tournament England are in are you are you starting Carl Walker in your defence depends Cause I think I, don't, I think he's past it now I don't think he's uh, he will never get be as good as he was but then I'll probably end up playing that right back weird all right let's move on let's move on we're never going to agree on that one let's get to our midfields right Alex I'd like you to go for um, one of your centre mids please I potentially the and... one that starts further a bit further backwards maybe. Okay, actually, do you know what? Like no, do you know what? My midfield is quite <laughs> forward thinking, so this is probably this is the the one player who's going to do any sort of defending. Uh, and I've gone Patrick Vieira. Could you, could you um, spell it? Hold on, Can you spell it? Look, I know, I know, I know, Dave. Who? You can't. I know you can't stand Patrick Vieira, but for me, the absolutely oozed class, box to box midfielder. Member of the Invincibles team, literally a midfielder could do anything. It was like playing with two people in midfield. Uh, and for me, and this is an unpopular opinion, light, year, light years ahead of Roy Keane. Roy Keane wasn't fit to lace Vieira's boots. I'd agree Not with you in terms of football, footballing technique. Yep, I'd agree. In footballing technique, he was better than Keane. Uh, better with a ball at his feet. Patrick Vieira. Yeah, for for me, that's that's my. That's my deeper line. One is Patrick Vieira, but again, he's box to box. I, I yeah, honestly thought I think, the guy could do everything. I think you could, think you could, the guy could do everything. You got Terry and Ferdinand behind him; he'll be all right. <laughs> um, Dave, who's who's your sort of uh, more defensively minded midfielder? Like, mine is quite attacking, but one of them's um, Skulls. So he's he's in there all, all day long. Like oh. Barcelona play videos of him. At, they play him to like the five year olds and say, "This is how you play football." And then all, all throughout, even Messi still looks at videos of him. He, Scott, it has to be, has, Skulls has to be in the all-time. Well, has he got like 87 Premier League titles or something stupid? Yeah. I think it's more. I think, it, uh, I know it's more than oh, Gerrard. Yeah, sure. I know that. Anderson's got more than Gerrard. Exactly. So the trophies don't mean everything. But in, in this case, for Skulls, he's, um, yeah, yeah, that's um, so I sent I sent you my guys eleven, didn't I? Um, beforehand, and I made some changes to it since I gave it really good thought, and I I tried to sell you that I wanted it to be a team that worked. So I I was always along the idea, and Skulls would absolutely one hundred percent get in. But do I want him as my CDM? Probably not. Um, I've completely reversed that, yeah, and I've gone for Skulls. Um, I can't not put him in. I th- I, I personally think tech. And then, Alex, if we're going for this sort of Vieira Keane argument, I think Skulls is the best technical player that's played in that sort of, I'm going to say, quarterback role, shall we say, I've seen in the Prem. I would pick Skulls over Skull, Carlo. Skulls gets an every no, wow. I've ever played in football. Are we just ignoring the fact that you've got a defensive midfielder who can't tackle? Uh, uh, I, listen, Skulls for me, and this is unpopular, but Skulls is one for me one of the most overrated players in the Premier League ever. I think the the way people rave on about him, he, um, he, he, he sits, sits at the back, sits at the back, spraying the ball left to right, making easy passes. No, the the guy he's, he's is scored hundred goals, average, bang average. Did he score hundred Premier League goals? I think. How many goals? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm stat checking this. I think because... he did. He, he's, he's, he. If you go goals and assists, Skulls is never going to pull up trees, and that's why he's underrated. Because people, all they do now is look at goals and assists, and yeah, he didn't get that many. 
correct. But he played half his career, you know, four do you know, do you know, the goal do, line. Do you know what? In, in fairness to Dave, he's got 107 Premier League goals. 499 from, appearances, from, 107 um, goals. And he made he made a few runs. into. He played forward in his career, in his um, early on in the career. Fair enough. But, you know, he played majority in the last bit. Like, the last sort of seven, eight, you know, 30 onwards, he played at CDM. Um, couldn't tackle to save his life. But, Brilliant, just so good. Um, yeah, keep let's yeah, just yeah. let's just keep, keep moving because I think I think Vieira and Skulls is happy, isn't it? We're happy with that. You can't, yeah. Right for my other midfielder that I've gone, so I've gone for a sort of four-two-three-one, which is basically four-three-three. Um, for the other midfielder next to Skulls, now this is the one that I reckon is going to divide opinion here. Um, I was I went for Gerard originally, and I've changed my mind on Gerard. Oh, and wow, I've gone, I've gone for I've gone oh, for KDB. The Belgian Kalazanac. You have put Kevin De Bruyne in your all-time yeah, eleven. Not, not yet. I think he, I, I think he is Tom. That's un- that's the worst shout, and you have made some absolute crackers in our group chat, which we will no doubt talk about. Boys, this Three. city, this city team currently is the best team the Premier League have ever had, and he's the best player best in that team. But they, they, he's I don't the think best he is. player in the best team ever. Yeah, last season, Dave. For, oh, it's, the last season, over the last five seasons, if if City win the season this year, if over the last six seasons, I think it is, they've won four yeah, leagues. City are better than Liverpool. Liverpool had a better year, no, granted, but they're better than Liverpool. Like they are. They're well, proving I'd it have, right um, now. Silver over Kevin Bruyne. Uh, and do you know what, Dave? I've got exactly that. That's my mid my midfield partner for. I've Vieira got another, is, mid, is I've David got another midfield to go. I've got another midfielder to go. Well, I. Kevin, Kevin De Bruyne. I'm just going to say now. Wow. So I've got skulls and I've got Lampard and Silver. Lampard may be sick to put in, but he's got so many goals from midfield. And it's, Lampard's it's goals are ridiculous. Kind of ridiculous, and I hate Chelsea. So for me to put it in, is it's hard, but I can't. I can't like overshadow or not overshadow, but can't ignore what he's what he's done for midfield. So. No, I, I get that, and, and and he's a very he's a very valid argument. I just. I've gone a lot of my team is sort of like gone for like what I like to look at, who I who I've looked at and thought you're the best player. Not by numbers, not by like what goes on a screen. And I just don't think Lampard was as good as KDB is. I just think KDB, the things he does with a football, I just don't think it can be matched. Um I've gone for so I think we've all gone for David Silver, yeah. is that right? D- yeah, David D- for me, David Silver a lot better than Kevin De Bruyne. Technically, one of the best players ever in the Premier League. Different positions. Guys Different can, positions. Guy can, is a bit more. David Silver was a ten. You know, like unbelievable player. David. Yeah. But we're playing. We've got. Have you got him in the same? Where are you playing? KDB as the attacking midfielder of your three. I'll be playing Skulls and KDB. Skulls on the pivot. KDB in that sort of eight role, and then Silver just ahead of them, in between the two wingers. Uh, so I'm, I'm basically four two three one, but you know, the two being skulls and KDB, and the one being, um, and the, what the middle of the three being silver. Uh, so well, you've the... gone skulls, Lampard, silver, Dave. I don't think any of us can argue with silver. Pro- arguably the best midfielder ever Probably. played in the Prem. Arguably, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's one of those players as well from rival teams. You just cannot take. Yeah, I, I just watching him play. He controls games. I just I always got mesmerised by him. Yeah, I always got mesmerized. Exactly that, David. I was going to say, like, I always got mesmerized by the way, whatever he would turn his body, and the entire pitch would shift. 
like everyone would shift, like including his own team. Like they would all go, they were all hanging around him. He was a complete pivot in the middle. But like because City play so far forward, he was that pivot at ten, and I I loved him, absolutely loved him. Um, so we've got those three. Um, I think we're all agreed on silver. That's great. I've got KDB, which you two hate, and then me and Alex have gone for skulls, and then Alex, um, me and Dave have gone for skulls. Alex, you've got Vieira because you're doing the foreign eleven. Um, obviously, uh-huh. I think you would have, you would have gone Gerard, wouldn't you? Oh yeah, Gerard. Gerard would have been in that team. Uh, I do you know yeah. what? I probably I I. I probably would have, if I'm still playing my four four two, and I, I, I would have kept Vieira. I would have gone Vieira, Gerard. I would have thought that's that as a. Oh yeah, I think, I think I think as a team, as a team to work. I think if you have Gerard and Silva in a midfield too, I don't right. know how let's, well that works. Let's go on to the yeah, um, I agree. strikers, whoever. No, no, no. Oh. I've, I've, I've got, I've got two. I've got oh, two yeah. wingers. I've got two wingers. All right, let's do. Let's do. So you've got two wingers. So we'll do our wingers yeah. as well, Dave. Because I'm assuming you've gone for that four-three-three with the two wide. So okay, who have you got out wide right, Al? So the guy I'm going to go on the right though is most. Oh, for fuck's sake! No, I've I've got Mosala, <laughs> and I know for a fact he will go down as one of the greatest Premier League players. Goal scoring record is ridiculous. Uh, Liverpool signed him an absolute bargain in at the oh, market. Yeah, you've been hammering him in the group chat. No, I I don't want to get rid of him. I'm catching on Salah in the summer. Get rid of From the group, it says get rid this... of that fraud playing on the right. He's absolute. <laughs> no, Mo, Mo, Mo Salah. Mo Salah is Mo Salah. <laughs> he broke the Premier League scoring record for a 38 game season. That would have been beaten by Kane, but Kane only played 30 games. Yeah, he's got chocolate knees. Ankles. And and Ferreira Roche ankles. The guy's rubbish. <laughs> no, Mo, Mo Salah. Mo, honestly, Mo Salah. And the reason why I get so frustrated at Mo Salah is because I watch him right. and he should score so many more goals. He's. I wouldn't say he's a natural finisher. If he, could, if he was a natural finisher, he would be hitting 50 goals every right. season. The amount gonna, of chances that he had. But for me, Mo Salah. Salah. Mo Salah. Until I hear the rest of your team. Because it needs to have someone else in there. But, but go on. But uh, okay, Dave, you go right wing. You go your uh, right wing. I've gone Ronaldo. I mean, he could play left or right. But Ronaldo. It's like, you can't argue. So whatever. Play anywhere he wants. Next. Next. Yep. No, no one can argue with that. Um, right wing. This is my my I'd say my last controversial one, um, and it's completely against the Aspilicueta thing. It's not longevity at all. It's based on a level he hit. I genuinely couldn't believe it. I think he's one of the best players I've ever seen. Um, he had one particular season where he was just out of this world. I've gone at yes. right wing. I've gone for. My... I mean, that's, that, no one can argue with that either. The level he reached in that. I think it's 2012, 2013 season. Like every single goal he scored was just redonkulous. Like just banging yeah. them in anywhere. I mean, anybody out there, anybody listening now, go to go to YouTube, type in Gareth Bale. Uh, I think it was the was it the 11, 12 uh, season? Which one? Talking about the West Ham goal. Yeah, been, I think was it 11, 12? 12, 12 I think 13. it was. No, it's 12, 13. I think. Wasn't it? Yeah, but not the West Ham game. The whole season, watch all his goals. Trust me. It, you cannot believe they're all in the same year. It looks like a, a you know a highlights of a twenty year career. It is outstanding yeah. that season he had, and he gets into my team 
based on the height he hit. Now, that sounds bad because you could think, because I'm not putting Suarez in, with spoiler, I'm not putting Suarez in, and you could say the exact same thing about Suarez. He hit a level which I don't think has been seen in the Prem at striker. Um, mm. But I've gone for another player who I think just beats him. But I've gone for Bale right. I'm going to switch straight over to my left. I think that's Ronaldo, and I think we're all happy with that. Alex, are you going to put Ronaldo on your left? Yeah, Ronaldo's on my left. Yeah, I was going to say. Thank God for that. Yeah, Dave, you've left. gone for Bale. Bale Ronaldo, you've yeah. gone for Bale on your right. So you want Bale? Surely you want Bale on the well, right. Ronaldo either on the way, left, I don't really care. So because Bale, Bale play, um, yeah, left. Yeah, they could switch. Can't they? They're just as good. Yeah. Only okay. Yeah, Bale, we can't. No, I don't think any of us um, can argue with Ronaldo. I'm left not even against Inter Milan. It's just ridiculous. Ended yeah. Mycon's career. It's taxi for Mycon's career. I mean, yeah, yeah that's Amazing. probably my favourite um, Bale moment, even though we lost that game 4 3. But that was, that's just imprinted in me now. Like that, So he's always going to be a left mid for me or left wing. Lovely. Okay. I don't, we're not, I don't think we're even going to go into Ronaldo. Obviously, the best player, in a, in a lot of people's eyes, the best player to ever play the game. Definitely not no. in the conversation for now. I think, arguably, at Man United, probably the best winger ever to play in the Prem. Um, honorary mention for Giggs. Obviously, I know you don't really like him, oh. Alex, but I think it's just the, long, the longevity of him. But I've not gone for Giggs. I've gone against that. I don't actually think Giggs reached a height worthy of getting in this team. And, and that could be, you know, really, people could find that really unpopular. But I love Giggs. I think he's great. But at no point did he ever reach a level of the Ronaldos or the Bales or anything like that. He just had the longevity, which in itself is amazingly impressive. But... Yeah, never. And a quick, just a quick mention. I think um, at, at right in centre mids, I think Yaya Torre was a bit harsh to miss out. Yeah, another one season. based on that season. I think arguably we could say he's best, best ever. Um, and also, this kind of gives away my last choice. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say an honorary mention. Obviously, at left wing, I think Thierry Henry is really harsh to miss out. He's I've not got him. He does not I'm in. I am interested in as to who you've got. If you haven't got Thierry, I reckon involved. you could guess. I reckon it's you could Rooney, guess it. I've gone for Rooney. Oh, yeah. okay. I think I think Rooney has everything, everything, and I also think he cut, he goes with both of mine. I think he reached a ridiculous level. He reached an unbelievable level, top five in the world for me at one point. And I also think he had the longevity as well. He, you know, 16 years old to the age of about, I mean, he did finish early-ish, but he started early as well. Who reaches that level at 18? You know, he was the best player at the Euros. If he doesn't get injured at Euros, we could win that like Greece won it. Like, we were much better. Um, so Rooney gets in for me. Goals, assists, working hard for the team defensively, good in the air, amazing shot, pace strength I, I I think he's the perfect complete player I think he's arguably the best to ever play in the Prem yeah. no he's discuss. Um, I haven't got a problem with Rooney in there well Alex what have you got uh, my, well this this was the this was the part of the team where I really did think about two players that would complement each other and it was two players who played with each other Oh no 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 you, no no you aren't gonna you are Dave is gonna, <sighs> Dave is gonna lose his mind Thierry Henry, right, is is oh, there? Dennis Burk, Dennis Burkamp is there right, next to him. Dennis Burkamp is there next to him. Everyone loses their mind. He's in the, he... Listen, Dennis. No, but the, it, was, it, was it was a, a foul. foul as well. He pushed him over. Dennis Burk. No, Dennis Burkamp for me, the most technically gifted player to ever play in the Premier League. That's the joke. Yeah, Tarap could score. Moose, Moose Link up play was outstanding. Com- composure. 
But the thing is, with, with Burkamp, he's not a great goal scorer, but he's the scorer of great goals. Oh, my God. He is, he is the most overrated player to ever play in the Prem by a country mile. I cannot stand him. I've, I think I'm biased on him because I hate Arsenal more than any other team. You are biased. I'm happy that you've got on. Do you know I'm what, happy no that you've got Henri in there. I'm happy that. I think Henri's great. Earlier. But, but he, how many games must he have played at Old Trafford? How many I'm games happy with Henri in there. Trafford? How many games must he have played at White Hart Lane? He scored one goal in all them games. Talk about... You talk about I remember, him, it, I remember him sticking it in from about 40 yards against Roy Carroll. But listen, this, this, is, this, is the, this is, as I said, it's the part of the team where I've gone for two players that, I, that would complement each other. I'd have Dennis Bergkamp dropping in and then I'd have Thierry playing on the last defender. So you don't think someone like Ruud van Nistelrooy <laughs> would complement Henri? No, no, I've gone for Dennis Burkamp oh. and Thierry Henry. Oh. And the fact that I've gone for Dennis Burkamp and I could have easily picked Suarez, I could have easily Suarez. picked Fernando oh, Torres, that shows, Honestly, that shows how highly I rate Dennis Burkamp. Okay, I'm going to throw myself off Harry Kane. Dave, who do you go for? Oh, for right. fuck's oh. sake. Harry Kane. You cannot, right. listen, best ever, you cannot the best ever. He's the only striker the ever. ever to score against every single Premier League opposition he's come up against, right? He scored... How many of them are penalties? How many of them are penalties? Don't know. Don't care. Because penalties are penalties and goals are goals. <laughs> and he's gone... He's the only player ever to score more goals and appearances in the Premier League season. He's now breaking records with Sunday. I think the level now was Sutton and Shearer for goals and assists between two players. He's... He, you know, he makes our team so much better than we are. Without Kane, we are shocking. He is... Everything that Arsenal fans think Omri is, United fans think Rooney was, he is the best player to play in the Premier League period. And might I remind you, Dave, that in the first podcast, you said that you weren't the most biased and you have dropped Harry Kane into your Premier League all-time I've, 11. I've listed my reasons why, and I think the reasons are fair enough. Exactly that. Six season wonder, mate. He's going to end up beating Shearer. He's not going to beat Shearer. And do you know what? I'm going to take so much joy that he's not going to beat Shearer. He'll end up beating Shearer. He'll end up beating all these records. He will beat Shearer. He'll have to play in midfield from the age of 30. He'll end up beating Jimmy Greaves' record. I think he's like 50 goals of beating Jimmy Greaves for Tottenham. And then he'll end up moving to City and scoring seven thousand goals a half, and they'll beat Shearer. The only way, the only way he'll even get near Shearer is if he goes to City, and if he doesn't go to City right. in the next season, then he will never leave Tottenham. Levy will have him rotting. He could play forty years old, coming off the bench to take a penalty every now and then. I've years ago, like on our group chat, maybe five years ago, I said Harry Kane's a better number ten than he is a striker. But he won't oh, score. He won't score agree. that many goals this, this season. So, if you look at where his average position is, he's he's like the third man back, and he's still scoring a super man goal. No, we're not getting we're not well, getting heat did, We're not getting heat maps out. We're not doing that. more in the middle, and right. he's still scoring bundles of goals. <laughs> I agree, but I know that. I I know he does play a little but, bit deeper now, but I still don't think that in five years' time he's he going to be scoring thirty goals a season. He, he, no, which is how many goals he off now? He's not. Um, I think it's less than that. I think it might be about ninety something, but anyway, right. Let's move forward because we're 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 chunking up time. Um, 
we've gone. F- so I'm just going to run back through the teams. Um, I'm going to stick this up on Instagram and, and we can have a little poll to see who's the best. But we've got David's team, De Gea in goal, back four of Ashley Cole, Rio Ferdinand, Nemanja Vidic and Kyle Walker. We've got midfield three of uh, Paul Scholes, Frank Lampard and David Silva. I don't think many people could argue with that one. And a front three of Cristiano Ronaldo, Gareth Bale and Harry Kane. Uh, Alex has gone for a foreign 11 and he's also uh, done a bit of a different formation. He's gone for two strikers. So we've got Czech and goal, Ever and Zabaleta, the fullbacks, Vidic and company in the middle. Midfield two of Patrick Vieira and David Silva. Wide players of Salah and Ronaldo and then strikers of Henri and Dennis Bergkamp for some reason. And then I've gone for Petrček, back four of Aspilicueta, Ashley Cole, Ferdinand, John Terry, midfield three of Scholes, Kevin De Bruyne and David Silva, and then a front three of Bale, Ronaldo, Rooney. Okay, so a bit of differences, that's good. Like, well, you're both of, wrong. Bit of opinions, bit of unpop- maybe unpopular opinions, but um, I think solid teams nonetheless. Right, okay, last but not least, guys, we're just going to move on to a little game that we've got. Okay, so it's a very simple game, we'll explain the rules. Um, it's really simple. What we'll do is I'm going to give out clues. Dave and Alex are going to shout their name when they feel like they've got the answer. They get one guess per clue. Um, so once they've once I've given out clue one, they can have one guess, and then they have to wait until clue two comes on for their next guess. They will shout their name. The first person to shout their name, I'll go to, and the first person to get the person wins. There's three players, so that that means that they can get best out of three will win the game. So to start us off, guys, I've got clue number one, player number one. Player number one, clue number one is this player was born on the 7th of March 1994. Um, I can hear that. I can hear someone typing. typing. You've been caught. Look, I'm not typing. I'm not typing. What did you say? 7th of March 1994. Yeah. I'm going to go Christian Eriksson. No. Kevin De Bruyne. No. Okay. Clue number two. You've got to say your name, remember, so that I know who to go to. Uh, clue number two. I've played for England 30 oh. times. Um, uh, 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 Dave. I want to go Tom Cleverley. Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Has he got that many caps? No, yeah, not Tom He might Cleverley, have that many yeah. caps. Alex, would you like a guess uh, for the next clue? No, no, no. Next clue. Okay. Clue clue number three. I was born on the Tyne Weir River. So um northeast. Uh, Alex, is it Jordan Henderson? It's not Jordan Henderson. Dave, would you like to guess? So he's twenty seven ish, isn't he? Um twenty six. Twenty six at the moment. From Newcastle. I'm gonna go with no, he hasn't got that many caps. No, I, I don't know. Okay, clue number four. I am the fifth most expensive player ever in my position. God. I, I, re- I really want to say old. Andy Carroll, but he's I don't think he's got that many well, England caps. Yeah, he's not. Um, Andy Carroll's not 26. Fifth most expensive player. Don't know. Okay, two clues left. Should I reckon you'll get out of this one, so get ready to say your name. So I'm the fifth most expensive player in my position. Is clue number four, and clue number five is I started my career with Sunderland. Not Jordan Henderson, no. Um, I don't know. Yeah, 
I'm stumped. Oh, okay, good. I'm glad you are. All right, so I've played. So uh, it's just an expansion on Clue Two. Uh, I've played for England thirty times. It's just a sort of repeat. So I've played for England thirty times. I've scored no goals in any of those games, um, and that could be due to the reason why I am the fifth most explosive player in my position. Um, and oh, I currently oh, oh, play. Oh, my... Alex, is it Jordan? Uh, yeah. Is it Jordan Pickford? It is Jordan Pickford. Well done. Nice. Okay, Alex. Third, no, thirty no. caps. Jordan Pickford has thirty caps. He's thirty million. The fifth most expensive player keeper ever, young, though, when they bought him, which I found very interesting. Okay, number two. Um, born seventeenth of November, nineteen eighty-six. Stephen Gerrard. That's <laughs> guess. No. No. Next clue. Okay. Um, I have played in England, Italy, Spain, Turkey, Portugal, and the USA. Dave Rooney? No. Rooney's never played anywhere other oh, than no. England and the US. Has he? No. Um, Alex, want to guess? Uh, no. Next All right. I have 112 caps for Portugal oh, and Dave. 24 goals. Is it Matinho? No. Uh, actually, Alex, is it Charisma? No, not no. It's not charisma. Okay, uh, I'm going to read out his club order, and you just stop me if you think you've got it. I think you'll get this one on this one. So just whoever's first, all right. So his club order was: he played youth football, and his first career appearances were for Sporting Lisbon. Tottenham. His uh, second uh, team they, was Manchester United. Uh, Nani. <laughs> Nani. Yes. Tottenham. Well done. <laughs> okay lovely right last one guys so player three this one's a little bit of a harder one but like i say by the time you get to clue five or six i always make it super obvious but it's a bit of a harder one so player three uh born in 90 i'm not going to do the date this one i'm going to go born in 1982 um lampard no next clue okay uh, played for two Premier League clubs and has 40 caps for England with three goals. Um, well, guess 40 caps, two goals. Um, Michael, oh, spring up. Uh, Michael Carrick? Three goals. No, that makes a difference. No, criminally underrated player. Alex, don't pass his medical sideways. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm done. No, next clue. No, okay, number three. I have 372 Premier League appearances, which is about 54th on the list. And I am the current oldest uh, outfield player in the Premier League. Yeah. Gareth Barry? No, not Gareth Barry. Gareth Barry actually holds the record for most appearances. Yeah. He's got a lot more than 372. Alex, want to go? No. Next clue. Okay. Last uh, two more clues. Started my career at Sheffield oh. United. Oh, Alex, is it Phil Jagielka? Yeah, nice. Well done. Good. Yeah, the next clue was I I, I want I play in centre defence. Yes. He's Everton, goal. wasn't he? Sheffield United, Everton. Isn't he playing? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Everton. Sheffield, yeah. He's still at Sheffield United. He's currently playing. He's a... they, yeah, they, he's they, the, he's they brought him off the bench earlier this season. 40 years old, whatever the 
whatever he is, and yeah, brought him off the bench. He's like six, yeah. sixth choice centre back. Thirty-eight years. He also, played against Man United and was unbelievable. Then stuff. Dick. Does he? He plays How for Orlando right now. Yeah. Um, eighty-six. Oh, yeah. So thirty-four. Thirty-four. Cool. Lovely guys. Great to, to catch up. Great to have uh, good discussions. Um, anything else? Uh, you want to just Jeremy Reed's a fraud, and I'm willing to back it up with any information anyone wants. Same for Harry Kane. Same for Harry Kane. A whole episode (laughs) on Harry Kane, the ultimate bottle job. Right, guys, we will be back uh, at the weekend. We'll put out a similar podcast as the episode one. We will review the weekend's fixtures um, and we will have a a little conversation about something there as well. Um, Please tune in next week and we'll, we'll see you then. Thank you, guys. Goodbye. Cheers. Bye.